There's two game balls. They played with two balls. Hey, yo. This game. Oh. Yo? I'm like, yo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We might just get hit with the Reaper. With Pat Mahomes. And shout out to Pat Mahomes. Is his baby um, allowed to say the N-word? No. No. I just wanted to check in with you just to make sure we... Can he say the N-word? Pat Mahomes, yeah. Pat Mahomes is black. That child is not, unfortunately. For her, I guess. You heard that, um, uh, what you call it? Uh, that Cat Williams skit? Or not skit. That, oh, from the movie? I don't even who's, know. Who, it was like a Nick like, Cannon movie or something like that. It was like a school dance or some shit like that? Who's goddamn yeah. white baby is this? My baby's from the Caucasus Mountains. Well, that, that is a white baby. A Slavic baby. That Bro. baby got a 8, 750 credit score right now as an infant. Nah, man. Um, I, I literally went to my job and I really just asked every black person, and I every every black person has given me the same answer. We are yeah, all on the she, same page. She, we she's not. It's, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, if you ask Doctor Umar, like, <laughs> he would definitely he would definitely think something's wrong with this shit. But it's nothing wrong with the existence of the child. Is what I'm saying. Like, and if you was asked Doctor Umar. <laughs> I guess you might be right about that. He just, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of the Play for Keeps podcast. The only podcast where we quite literally do something different every single day. Not an episode, every single day. Every single day. I'm your host, Greg. Greg Goods, a real nigga that says his first and last name. Dang. I'm your host, Jackson. I did not say my first and last name because you can Google me and it's weird and I don't like that. When people say the word Jackson, do they spell it the way? Like, do they do they initially spell it the way it's supposed to be spelled? Do they do they spell my name correctly? No, they do not. Never. They they do it like the the actual Jackson, like Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. That's a look. I'm glad your name is spelled the way it's spelled. Why? I mean, I, I, am pre- too, I appreciate yeah, it, but like, because I can look at your name and be like, Nick Black, bro. It's a black man right there, bro. <laughs> okay. What? So that's a black man right there. You feel me? <laughs> I don't know. Nah, it's, it'd be a lot of, I'd be seeing a lot of white babies with this name now. And it'd be, it'd be rubbing really? the wrong way. I don't like when people have my name because it's just, why do you exist? It's just, like, I can, I can understand where you're coming from. But the fact that you see a lot of white children with your name is kind of crazy. Not gonna lie to you, that sounds like appropriation to me. I still remember the first, the first uh, person besides me that I ever saw whose name was spelled the same way was Jackson Shipley, and he's a receiver for Texas. He's white, and I was like, "Why is his name spelled the same way?" I I was like, "I can't do this. I can't do this." <laughs> he couldn't handle it. I can't do this. <laughs> nah, I used to get high. I used to get high when I saw another black Greg. Like, damn. <laughs> oh, you... What? That's his old ass name, bro. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is my. It's my. Uh, I think it was my. 
it was my uncle's name, which I found out later in life. That wasn't his actual like legal first name. That was like his middle name. His who first name was to be er- called. His first name was Ernest. Oh, okay, I was gonna say who wants to be called Greg? But a nigga, a nigga named Ernest wants to be called Greg. Bro. <laughs> a nigga named Ernest want to be called anything but Ernest. <laughs> Shout out to Unc, man, R.I.P. Unc. But that that was crazy. Um, but it was because my grandpa's name is Ernest. So it was just kind of like we can't, you know, we got to give you something else. So like, are you when you have when you have kids, are you gonna give them? Uh, a strong old-fashioned name or something more modern with some apostrophes feel, and some hyphens in it. Uh, you see, I was going to say modern until you said apostrophes. I'm not giving my baby <laughs> no fucking apostrophes, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want. I really want my, my kid to thrive in any any workforce that he decides or oh, she decides brother. to go in thriving. I don't care. Society is collapsing. America's yeah, collapsing. There's not going to be a workforce when they grow up. So it doesn't I mean, matter. Look, you can name them whatever. You can name him a can, number. That's cool, but you think you think I'm getting Febreze off? That's crazy. <laughs> Blue couch, diamond, Mercedes? No. Diamond and Mercedes not, are normal names. I'm not naming I'm not naming my baby off of off of dreams and aspirations, yo. I'm giving them an actual, you know, legit name. Shout out to the Mercedes and Diamonds. I know. <laughs> shout out, shout out to them. I know quite a few of those. But how you been, Jax? Um, between the seconds that we started the podcast and now I had an existential crisis. So I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm doing, I I think I'm doing okay. I don't know. I realized that I may be the source of all my problems. Like, cause I'm in this house and it's cold and it's like, damn, why am I cold? Cause I'm wearing a fucking wife beater. I could just go put on a real jacket, but I don't know. And then it delayed me to more thoughts. And hey, I'm responsible for all my problems in life. And yeah, that's how that's how my mind works. And that's how I've been. How have you been, Greg? Hey man, look, I've been at peace, man. I've been at peace. Look, it's countdown before I get back home. Um, it ain't been as cold. So I fuck with it. Global warming. Let's go. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to them. Shout out to all the warming. But nah, man, I just I just really been on some self-reflecting. Real talk, really on some mm. self-reflective, really on some, mm. you know, That's... you know, you, you know, you just really wake up sometimes and you just, you got to remind yourself who the fuck you are. Mm. <laughs> I had one of them days yesterday. I had an off day. Like I said, I'm glad we didn't have a pod yesterday. I needed that self-reflective <laughs> self to be like, wait, hold on, nigga. <laughs> I am who I say I am. Watch, watch, watch mm. out, watch out <laughs> nigga. Watch out. <laughs> I'm really that guy. Come on now. But uh, yeah, man, it's, it's it's been it's been decent. It's been cool. I'm telling y'all right now, 2024. I know a nigga. I know a lot of y'all niggas say it's your year. 2024, it's my year. Yeah, that's cool and all. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, nigga, it's the pod's year next year. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna hold you. It's my year. It's Jack's year. It's the pod's year. It may be yours too. I don't know you though. I just, I, I can only speak on what I know. Like I hope it's your year. You know, if you listen to this podcast, I I, I speak I speak it into year. existence. I speak it into existence. You feel me? I, I root for everybody. Almost black. I mean, it, yeah, it, it I mean, could not be your year though. But I'm it, just saying. It could. Like, Look, I'm saying I can admit 2023 as great as a year it was. Wasn't my year, year for real. I forced it to be my year. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I strong arm some shit to make it like, hey, I'm still on top. Oh, but 2024 gonna be way different. I ain't gonna lie to you. So that's that's how I'm feeling right now. This I got a lot of positive vibes, great energy around what I got going on. So we cool. Praise God. Oh God. But I mean, we talking about 2024 and how it's gonna be a new year, different year. You finna touch some money in 2024, Greg? Absolutely. That's that's no. not even that's not even like a that's not even a hope that's not even hopeful nigga that's that's a fact that's I don't know what you want me to do about that this <laughs> I can't even I can't even stop that from happening Jax I ain't gonna hold you that's how I got you know who else can't stop the money from coming Shohei Otani oh God he can't and yes we are an NSO podcast and shout out to Jackie Robinson but we have to talk about this baseball stuff. If you don't know, Shohei Otani, I don't even know what position he is. Hold on, I should Google that real quick. Oh no, he's um he he's a pitcher and he also be hitting the shit out the baseball. Which oh, is I'm tripping. Yeah, he is. Very, I was thinking he had another very position in the outfield as well, but no hell no. Look, that's a precious jewel right there. They cannot put that nigga in the outfield. <laughs> but <laughs> that, that, that's somebody's prized possession right there. <laughs> Shohei Otani, like Greg said, he is a pitcher or or he started his career for the um, Angels, who are just a perpetually cursed franchise, like the Chargers. But like I said, we'll get to the Chargers when we get to the Chargers. Whole whole lot of L.A. shit. <laughs> but yeah, Shohei Otani, he was a star pitcher and batter, and that's something that's really it doesn't. This is rare. Really, never happens. Um, I can't even think of the last person who done it. It was probably some like old baseball player from the 1920s with a weird name like I don't even know Bambino or some shit yeah Bam Bam Bambino or something like that (laughs) but yeah Shohei Otani he is he's the truth he's the real deal he's like if Micah Parsons and Patrick Mahomes are the same person like he can do he can do it all and because of that he signed a 10 year 700 million dollar contract with the LA Dodgers. Now, during this whole contract, uh, not dispute, but contract negotiations with various teams, because he was a free agent, there was a whole lot of speculation of where he was going to go. You know, it was rumored he was going to go to the uh, Toronto uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. And there was even, like, rumors of a, a plane with him on it, and he was taking off, and he was going to meet the Blue Jays. Then when the plane landed, Shohei wasn't there. He was just one of his friends, and... His friend was all fake confused, like, hey, what are you talking about? Of course he's not on this plane. And it, all that was just to drive up the price. So Shohei, he signed a $700 million deal. But the thing about this deal is he's deferring most of the money. The way his contract is set up, he's only going to get $2 million a year for, the fir- for 10 seasons. And then after that, he will receive the rest of his money in $68 million annual lump sums the following decade. So after 10 years, Shohei's he's going to just be getting direct deposits of $68 million every year. Love that for him. Love that for him. First things first, Greg, if you got a $700 million deal, what would you, what's the first thing you would buy with it? $700? Mm. Um, first, I'm going to buy me a new house. Buy me a new <laughs> house. Oh, God. I Look, I hate the, I don't hate it. People can do what they want to do, 
But everybody starts saying they're going to buy their mama a house. Nigga, work on you first. <laughs> Bless you first. Your mother did the, your mother did, did the job, bro. She did the damn thing. Reward yourself. You got here. You know what I mean? I'm going to do that. I'm not really big into cars like that, but I'm I'm definitely like a where I live, where I lay my hat, my head at, all that. That has to be elite. Elite. Okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna get a PJ. Those are the two things I'm gonna get. Um uh, other than that, after that, look, I maybe build a podcast studio for us. Who knows? But like I those are the first two things. And then after that, maybe I'll just buy my parents a house or some shit. But like the first thing I'm gonna buy, a house and a PJ. No cap. Okay. I feel that. I feel that. I think I'd be on I'd be on Hunter Biden time, but I digress. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> These are all jokes, all jokes. All I was jokes. trying to be wholesome. This thing out here going crazy. I ain't gonna lie to you. But no, like this show hey deal. Is this not tax evasion? Because I was reading and it was like if he moves, say he once his contract is up, say he gets signed to another team like I don't know, Texas, somewhere in Texas, like the Rangers, and he goes to the Rangers. He's still gonna make that sixty eight million dollar lump sum, but he won't have to pay the California taxes on it even though he signed a deal in California. Like, this is tax evasion at the highest level. And, like... You sound like me for real, actually. I mean... W move. Yes, yeah, a W for him, but, like, damn, bro. That's on... Know. Hey, look, that's a, that's on their CBA. They CBA, been. I ain't gonna lie to you. They're still... They, they, they literally have a thing called... Bobby, Bobby Bonilla, and on every July 1st, he gets paid $2.1 million by the New York Mets, um, and he's been getting paid $2.1 million for the past 25 to 30 years. Um, he The last time he played for the Mets was in 1999, and they did this weird deal where every, like, they just, oh, so it's $1.19 million every July 1st. Mm-hmm. And he has um, every July first from 2011 through 2035, he will be getting 1.19 million dollars. So that's just how they did it. That's how they disperse his money. So this is some. This is not no new stuff that they be doing. Um, now 68 deferred is kind of crazy. I've never seen no shit like that. Listen, uh, <laughs> but, but I mean WW retirement because I don't think he's going to be able to. Uh, as good as he is, I do not believe that he's going to be able to pitch and hit um, simultaneously like like he's doing for, right now. Not for forever. But, I mean, then again, he could be. He could just be built different. We thought we thought LeBron wasn't going to be able to do this for forever. And it's LeBron, yeah, 48 uh, years right. old, still scoring, <laughs> still 20 points yeah, against. Yeah, so, like, right. <laughs> I don't think I – don't, I also don't think he's going to be able to pitch and throw like that. But even if he can only do one, he's still cold, so – it's, it's not a big deal. And it's sort of like it's sort of like a passing of the torch. Cause you said Bobby Bonilla Day, that ends in what, 2035? Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, it. Shohei deal, it's it starts next year. So it starts in 2024. And then the end of the 10 years will be 2034. So like once Bobby Bonilla Day is up, it'll be Shohei Otani Day. Yeet! <laughs> <laughs> Shohei oh, Otani Day, 60, 68 mil. <laughs> Just in full. That is. I can't, ima- I can't imagine that, man. Hey, that's a crazy thing because if you mess it, if you mess up, if you mess over your sixty-eight mil, hey, I got another one coming next. <laughs> I'll be <week>. back. 
I'll be up. I just gotta thug it out for two more months. <laughs> and then another thing I read about this, just to sort of wrap it up, it said the only reason he was able to like he did this because of course he wants the Dodgers to be able to build a super team. And they already have uh, Mookie Betts and I don't know baseball, but they have some other cult. Yeah, they got some remember. they got they got some heavy hitters, yo. It's it's but like he, it's he did this so they can help build a super team, and he was only really able to do this. Cause they said he makes so much money off the off the diamond anyway. So like, yeah, bro, his audience is like that's crazy, bro. Yo, he gonna be a he, billionaire. He, he yes, he, he three hundred he three hundred mil away from. <laughs> you <laughs> know, <what I> mean? <laughs> like no, that's just probably, another con- that's just another baseball contract after ten years. Hell, he probably already is a billionaire. He probably like with Jap like yo, he is so like he beat Team USA. By himself, I did he see that. To, I remember he backpacked Team Japan and was striking out all of the best hitters in the world, and then he'll hit a home run. I'm just like, yo, he's fire, and it was a damn shame. This is like, man, who can I? Because basketball is different. You can really backpack basketball as one player and get to the playoffs because he hasn't baseball, been competing. Do, but doing that in baseball is up. Uh, it's so many different variables, so many different. It's crazy. yeah. So I'm I'm trying to compare like a football player that just like he is cold, just on that messy a uh, uh, bad situation. Nah, honestly, the best athlete you can compare him to is Wilt Chamberlain because he doing some shit we ain't never seen before. And that's yeah, it was just Wilt did. It was just weird because like he had he was doing stuff that ain't nobody seen before. Um, he was breaking all these kind of records, but it still wasn't good enough to get to the playoffs because the team was just not constructed well being with the los angeles angels so he was like i'm i'm, I'm gonna stay in la i'm just going on the other side hey which is crazy hey man look speaking of oh, la man, it's, it's, it's a couple it's a couple it's a couple people that probably need to go to the other side of la mm. especially when you mm. talk about the los angeles chargers but honestly i don't think the chargers should go to the other side of la i think they should just pack it up go back to san diego and pretend none of this ever happened they should have stayed in san diego actually yeah, you're not wrong. But we're talking about the Chargers because if you didn't know, last night, prime time, Thursday night football on Amazon for the entire world to see. The Los Angeles Chargers lost to the Las Vegas Raiders by a score of 63-21. And now... You may be like, oh, that's that's bad, but it's they at least scored. No, the game was not the game wasn't as close as the score. And the score is not even close at all. They lost by 42 points. And they were down 42-0 at halftime. And since then, uh, like I said, this happened yesterday. Since then, Brandon Staley, head coach of the Chargers, and GM Tom Telesco have both been fired. And I just think, what took them so long? Um, I told you. Um I felt like the final straw was when you allowed uh, Trevor Lawrence to come back from that three touchdown, four touchdown deficit um, in the playoffs last year. I said back then that Brandon Staley shouldn't have never got on that damn plane. <laughs> fire him on the tarmac. Fire him at halftime. Or fire him when they started coming back. Exactly. Like, it, it was bad then. Um, and it was even worse now because you just wasted another <laughs> year of, of Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, like y'all just, it's just, it was just a bad thing. Uh, but if I'm being honest, <laughs> it was like 49 
the zero at halftime. It was getting that. Na- it was getting nasty. It was getting nasty. Um, Rich getting nasty. <laughs> no, I was saying like the media, like media was getting nasty. Like national media was getting nasty. Oh, okay. You already knew Twitter was getting nasty. But national media, Richard Sherman was out there on national media talking about, hey, yo, they need, they need to do something unprecedented, like fire him at halftime right now. I agree. They, I they agree. gave him, they, they, they interviewed Brandon Staley at halftime when it was 49 to zero, 42 to zero, whatever it was. What can you say? This is the time when you need Carissa Thompson there. This is the time you need Carissa Thompson you see, to you just see the lie. There. You don't need to just be on the camera. This is the time when you, this is Carissa, this is your moment. You feel me? And on top of that, lastly, um, if anything, bro, like this is, this is bad, bro. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't even know where you go from here. Cause who you moving up? I damn sure don't want you to move up Kellen Moore. Oh, but oh, oh the char- no, the charges. Did you see charges social media? Yeah, yeah. When they <laughs> their first touchdown, he was like, "We scored." That's all. That's all the caption said. Then charges got a. They have one of the best social medias in football. Like their uh, schedule releases is always funny. They're they're just a funny everything. Team. They fire. They they social media team is fire. And to watch just to see their social media, just to see that intern just utterly defeated. It, it almost brought a tear to my eye, but it was a tear Jax of laughter. Be, it was a tear of laughter. Jax, 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 be real, be real. They do. They did not care about that score. <laughs> they, probably, they is, they, they they is probably not dying. heartbroken. They was dying laughing, trying to cut this shit up. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> like speaking from some experience, I already know them boys is not invested in there. They probably not even oh from my. LA. They, <laughs> they just need. They care. probably don't get paid enough anyway. Oh God, they ready. They ready to do something. Just like the Adidas account that was on Flaming KD back like two weeks ago. That shit was funny too. We we didn't talk about it back then, but that shit was funny too. (laughs) Yeah, man. But no, this is just like you said. This is wasting another year of the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers core, and just to name a few players of that Chargers core, they got Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Mm. Williams, um, Mm. Derwin James Jr. Nick Bo Joey Bosa. And those are all five players with all pro potential. And these are also five players who are also always injury prone. Like Keenan Allen, he has a history of the hamstring injuries. Mike Williams, he's hurt right now. Derwin James Jr., he's actually healthy for the first time in a minute. Joey Bosa's always hurt. And did I say Justin Herbert broke his finger and he wasn't even playing in this game? Like you didn't you didn't mention that, but yeah. But like, yeah, this is just another wasted year of that Chargers core and why Staley was even in this position. Like you said, he should have been fired. He, first of all, he should never been hired, but he should have been oh. fired uh, after that playoff game. And sort of to tell you why he should have never been hired, Brandon Staley, he's never been a head coach at any level. He's never been, he's only been a coordinator, I believe once or twice. And that was at like the division three level. And then he ended up somehow as a defensive coordinator for the Rams and they were good for one year. And then everybody was like, Oh, Staley, he's just a defensive mastermind. And they hired him to the chargers and it's been terrible ever since. And you know, he was only good in that one season because he had two players on his team by the name of Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, who are two of the best defensive players in the history of football. So of course it's going to make, it's going to make you look a little bit better than you are. But where the charges go from here, mm-hmm. 
because they're 40 right now they're they like i said they fired their gm as well and they're 40 million dollars over the cap so like they have a quarterback but they don't have any money to do anything with it all their players are getting older now like sort of i don't, I don't even know what to say i don't even know what to tell you sucks to be a Chargers fan thank god it's not me it can't couldn't be me they need Daryl Morey. that's what they need Cause that, that that cap situation is crazy. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. Um, like I said, I don't know where they go from here. But because you blew it up, like because you like fired your coach and GM, I'm almost for certain that you're gonna blow up your roster. You're gonna blow up your roster. You're gonna get rid of. You're gonna get rid of uh, Keenan Allen. You're gonna sell him high. He had a great yeah. season this year. Um, but he's on the older side. He's been in the league for what 13 years, 10 years. Yeah, he's he probably like. 32 33 or something like that and he like i said he gets hurt a lot so his body's probably older yeah so like look as a fantasy manager myself um you know i suffered the consequences last year and i doubled down this year thankfully he did his thing to you know he did his thing this year but that's not promised especially at his you know big age but you know mike williams coming off a torn acl um jordan palmer who cares about him you know what i mean like you're gonna have to blow it up you're going to have to blow it up. I'm sorry. That's that's all that means because you cannot have this same roster come back ne- uh, next year. It, it's yeah, unacceptable. They, this roster, it hasn't had much changes. It's been like the same roster since Justin Herbert really got there. Like, it's it's time yeah. for something new. And that's what ownership, they felt. They knew. And, hey, players probably knew it. The players probably knew it at. At what point do you think the players were like, oh, yeah, he's getting fired? Um, the worst thing that could have happened was when they beat the Vikings um, in week three. They were both 0-2. Oh, oh, um, mm. They were both 0-2. And once you hit 0-3, only one out of 98 teams have came back and, and gotten to the playoffs. So that would have been an expedited version of getting rid of Brandon Staley, all this stuff. Because if you go 0-3, it's wraps. Especially but, after that after that playoff loss, and then zero and three, he would have been gone already. Oh, he would have been gone already. already. But the fact that y'all y'all won and come like y'all won a crazy game, and y'all weren't supposed to win that game. They barely won. won. It was overtime. They barely won with like one yeah. second left or something like that. No, it wasn't overtime. But they had the game in the bag. But they went for it on fourth down on their own fifteen yard line. On their own fifteen yard line, they went for a fourth down and five or some shit. And and they did not convert, <laughs> and they you know they got an interception towards the end of the game. Um, but yeah, had they gone zero and three, we would have been had this conversation back in like September, October. But the fact that we're having this conversation now, like I mean, I'm I'm glad you didn't decide to push it through all the way to the end of the season. I wish he would have. I wanted to see how bad it could get. What? See how bad it could get. See if nah. see if the player just punch just punch the coach. Just see what happened. Nah. That only that only works if Mike Williams was still there and Justin Herbert was still throwing a football. I don't, you know, what I mean, and you ain't got Danny DeVito back there, so I mean, look, I don't, you know, what I mean, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have hit the same, you know, physically, you know, literally and you know, figuratively. But like I said, we at y'all ask us what's next for the Chargers. I say you got to blow it up because I don't know what else you can do besides blow it up. Yes, and whatever man. you do, do not move that nigga Kellen Moore up, please, please. Just, no, don't do it. No, move him up. It's gonna be funny. No, don't. You're not, don't in this for the, you're not in this for the joke. I'm in this for the. I'm in this to laugh. It'll be hilarious. It'll be oh sad God, but man. funny. It'll be sad but no. funny. 
And that's what we need in the NFL. I guess, bro. I guess. How you feel about this is probably how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. So, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I understand. But I have a question for you, Greg. And I got to answer. <laughs> Do you think Justin Herbert is a game manager or a game changer? Shit, after this game, nigga, he might be a game changer. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> you know, 60, 63 to 20? Jesus. Um, Realistically... Game manager. Just depend. But if I'm going off, of, if I'm going off of Cam Newton's uh definition of what a game manager is and a game changer, I think a game. I, I think there's only like three or four game changers in the NFL right now. I take that back. Maybe about five or six. But yeah, he he, he a little game manager with some nice moments. He has really nice moments. Yeah. But we're talking about game game manager and game changers and all this because Cam Newton. Heisman Trophy winner, former number one overall pick, former MVP, went to the Super Bowl. He drug drug a team to the Super Bowl, a team with Ted Ginn as a number one receiver who can't. Oh Ted Ginn and me catch the same, and I can't catch. So oh he, that's how good Cam Newton was. But anyways, he was making a comments on one of his. He had like five podcasts, but on one of his podcasts, <laughs> and he was talking about game changers versus. Game managers. Game managers, yeah. And he, he was talking, he named a few quarterbacks for his example. He said, um, Brock Purdy, Jared Goff, Tua Tagovailoa, and <clears throat> Dak Prescott are, they fit in the category of game managers because he said they don't, they don't do enough to affect the outcome of the game. They just sort of, they sort of manage the team, you know? And then he was naming other quarterbacks such as, uh, Pat Mahomes, Lamar. Pat Mahomes, Lamar, Josh Allen. And even he didn't name himself, but even himself, Cam Newton, they were game changers because he said people go in the NFL draft and they don't say, hey, give me the next Brock Purdy or hey, give me the next Jared Goff. They want the next Pat Mahomes. They want the next Lamar. And I thought those comments were interesting because I agree with him on all of it except for one name, and that's Dak Prescott because <laughs> – he started off as a game manager, but watching him this season, he's been a game changer. I think, and look, I, I truly felt like the backlash wouldn't even be great. Wouldn't I don't think he would have no backlash for real, um, as long as he kept Dak out of there. I think once he put Dak in there, then everybody started like going haywire. I don't think the backlash that he got was warranted for like what he said. I just disagree with Dak, like, but I also he made a, think, he made a valid you know, point. He just or he made like a good argument. He just like people just didn't agree with it. Yeah, but like, like I don't know if you saw his response um, mm-hmm. to it all. Um, it was like a nine minute video. I was it was not, I'm not watching that. I'm sorry, Kim. I'm not watching yeah. that video. It's like it's like a, it's like a nine minute video on Twitter at that. But I did watch all nine minutes. I, I really did because. He, you know, he kept me tuned in. I was like, you know what? Like at first, I'm like, I'm not. I was, I was the same as you. I was like, I'm not watching no nine minute video. Of on Twitter is great. Like, and he but got then, that weird hat on. Can't do it. But two minutes in, he, the nigga had me locked in. That nigga was, he was spinning that fire. He was spinning that fire. He was going to everybody. He was going at everybody in a respectful manner. Like he wasn't cussing nobody out or nothing like that. But he was getting on people. He he had no problem. I'm basically going to give you the Spark Notes version. Mm-hmm. He basically didn't have no problem with anybody disagreeing <clears throat> with it. His problem was like, he's like, 
it's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I don't. It's like he didn't say anything that anybody from the national media hasn't said before. It's just because because I'm Cam Newton or whatever you decide to make it not about football. He was like, just keep it football. He was like, don't don't turn this into oh he's just better because he's not in the NFL. He's just this. He's just that. You start comparison. You doing player comparisons of Cam Newton versus Dak Prescott, and the narratives is different. Uh, you know, like and you know you're mm-hmm. you're basically propping your stats up to make Dak look better, while you can say Dak is better. But you're not having an honest conversation because you're not even including his 56 rushing touchdowns when you have the conversation in the player comparison. So we already know what you're trying to do. Um, so he was just kind of like, yo, like, you know, for all y'all that just keep doing X, Y, and Z, he started talking about owners, you know, executives of different shows. Just like, yo, I know what you're doing. He broke that shit down. He was spinning this. He was talking this shit, man. And he was clarifying what uh, game managers were okay. um, and to him. And it was basically kind of like, hey, yo, like, you're making mistake-free football. You're doing X, Y, and Z. And he was like, yo, you know, he was saying to himself, even to a degree, he didn't come out the gate as a game changer. He was talking about himself. Like, he didn't come out the gate as a game changer. He had some game-changing moments. But I think for him, game changer, it deals with consistency as well. Mm, and I think, okay. I think with him, I think that yeah, Dak is having an amazing season. Mm-hmm consistency would probably keep him as a game changer because we viewed Dak as a game manager as he came up the yeah. these past couple years. Um, same with, you know, he didn't speak on it with Jalen Hurts, but it reminded me of Jalen Hurts. I'm like, yo, I think Jalen Hurts is a game manager. He had a really great season last year. But overall, if you look at his totality of work, he's been a game manager. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert has that. been a game manager with super great throws. Um, <laughs> like literally super great throws that can be put on highlight reels but you're a game manager so, and he was saying game manager is nothing that's disrespectful that was all he was saying was like yo there's a bad there's a negative connotation to game manager and there's nothing For wrong sure. with being a game manager but that's the national media's fault the national media will put the word game manager out as an insult when it's really not um, he was like Tom Brady was a game manager coming into the NFL he ben Roethlisberger, it, nigga, it was a nine-minute video. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. Nine, I, need to, I need to watch that. He was, he was cooking. I need to watch that. No, he was cooking. No, I'm saying he was cooking. So I'll, I'll uh, if I have, I think I have a bookmark. I'll send it to you right now. You can watch it whenever you want to. But no, and like I said, and there's still things that I disagreed with, but it's just kind of like don't question the credentials. Especially if you're somebody that hasn't played football. Like, if you, mm-hmm. you know, you one of these people on ESPN talking about, oh, he just bit of this or he can't, you know, I, he don't know what the fuck he talking about. I'm like, bro. Like, see? He's an MVP. Respect his credentials at least. You can disagree, but don't make it anything outside of it not being, you know, football. So, like, I don't know. I guess this is going to happen more as we age and everything, but like, just seeing the tide turn on players that, like, we knew were great and just watching him be like, oh, he's amazing. And now, like, people are like, oh, man, his numbers weren't that good, blah, blah, blah. Like, you gotta put that Cam film. Newton? <laughs> Cam you Newton had to, You, had to, you just had to be there. With Cam Newton, you just had to be there. Literally. That's like, the problem. I don't think he's going to get in the Hall of Fame because, like, injuries and yeah, all he's that. Not. But, like, he's not. it's going to, like, explaining to, like, children, like, how good he is, it's not going to make sense because they're going to be like, okay, whatever. 
Yeah, like, but you put on that you put on that tape, and it's just kind of like, yes, we want to we want another Cam Newton, even though there will never be another Cam Newton. That is nah. You, being that size and moving that fast and and throwing passes like that, you're never gonna see that again. You know, Car you know Cardell Jones is probably your best bet. <laughs> I mean, they tried to say that fast. They tried to say Josh Allen, but Josh Allen be playing. Josh Allen be Josh Allen be Josh Allen. So I wouldn't oh, call God. him that. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. So look, after after listening to the nine minute video, look, there were still things I did not agree with. And some of his analogies I did want to challenge. But it's one of those things where like, look, I can I can respect a different perspective. Yeah. I'm not expecting I'm not expecting him to have the same kind of um perspective of football like analysts on ESPN and FS1 and all these other y'all don't play football. I'm there to a real Hall of Famer. And they're doing all this for like clicks not and everything as well. But he should be Hall of Fame. He might be. He might get. He he might get college football Hall of Fame. Like oh, absolutely, should. absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it, like after listening to that video, I have. It's not that I didn't respect him, but I was like, "Yo, you talking your shit, yo? You talking <laughs> your shit?" Because now, because I know they're not gonna comment and they're not gonna respond because he he put a few of them people on blast. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Can talk your shit. And he wasn't like on no like angry get off my lawn type shit. Like he was yeah. really on some statistical shit because they really drug that nigga name out in, in, in the mud. It was crazy. It was it, and that's and that's another thing I wanted to talk to because I didn't want to over talk it. But like mm -hmm. for people that had so much to say, and I'm talking about national media. For people that had so much to say about what Skip Bayless did to Shannon Sharp with him being disrespectful with his comments. There was no real difference on what y'all did on national media, except y'all didn't say it to that man face. <laughs> the That's only, the only difference y'all had was that Cam Newton wasn't in the building. You wasn't directly saying it to y'all face to the, to, to their face, but calling Cam Newton foolish or he's better because he thinks he's better than Dak right now. Like all these different things and all these different narratives that y'all tried to paint. He didn't say he just had an opinion about football. The same reason, the same way we want to respect y'all opinion, quote unquote. Like, I yo, y'all, y'all are no better than Skip Bayless, but y'all was quick to to trash Skip Bayless for real. But y'all doing the same thing. Y'all doing the exact same thing. So get out, get off my man's dick, y'all. It's crazy. Man. It's bad. But we gotta. We got to keep it pushing and go speak on some other bad stuff going on this time in the world of basketball. And I'm just going to put this idea out there. I just want you to respond. Okay. Okay. All right. In my honest personal opinion, I think Draymond Green needs to be put down. <laughs> Draymond Green needs to be put down. Oh. <laughs> um. He's like a dog with rabies. I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> Bro, I look. I know what's wrong with him. He just he from Detroit. He, not, he from Michigan. I'm not I don't know if he's from Detroit. He's from Michigan. He is from that Michigan, it? It's, it's the lead in the water. It's the lead in the water. It's that Flint water, yo. It's that Flint water. But yeah, look. Um Draymond being if y'all haven't heard, he's been suspended indefinitely. Um until he get some, you know, counseling or I think they 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 whatever make, they're they making him go to therapy as well. Making him go to therapy, whatever it is. Um 
I didn't like the discourse. I didn't like the conversations around it. To be honest with you, I didn't like. I didn't like what Steve Kerr had to say. I didn't like. I didn't like what any of the Warriors had to say about it. They're they're just oh for people who don't know uh, Draymond Green he's has a history even you can go look at you can Google you can go to YouTube and look up Draymond Green highlights and it'll literally be like a five minute video of him punching people kicking people in the nuts tackling people all that and after his most recent um, ejection it happened when the Warriors were playing the Suns and he like. Dead ass, spinning just back, like he, the spinning back fist on the nigga. Yeah, on, yeah like just what the <laughs> hell for no reason? He just slapped the, the fuck out of Nurkic for just no reason. Like <laughs> I was just like, like just watching. I was like, what are you doing? But yeah, he got uh, ejected for that, and then the NBA was like, you know what? Enough of this suspension indefinitely. So that's what happened. But my fault. Continue though. Yeah, and like I said, when they found out it was indefinite, and you know therapy and all that stuff. After, which is, look, that's cool. That's whatever. But the way people was talking about this, y'all not keeping in the stack, yo. Steve Kerr, when he said, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad he's getting the help he needs or I'm glad he's finally getting some help. What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck? Like, I'm, I'm really trying to figure it out. What the fuck are you talking about, Steve Kerr? You... See this, Nick. Like, what are you talking? Like, you talking to it? Like, this is like a nigga you don't just happened. You enabled this. (laughs) You defended every action that he's ever done. That's just how we, you know, he's our glue guy. Even the, even the Rudy Gobert. You defended the Rudy Gobert chokehold, and for it to be that long, you didn't condemn anything Draymond has ever done. The Warriors organization, Steve Kerr, shit, even Steph, y'all just kept it, y'all kept it pushing. Y'all know, y'all let, y'all allowed a nigga to punch another light skinned man on Steph Curry's watch, and said mm-hmm. we are going to trade Steph Curry. I mean, not Steph Curry. We're going to trade Poole. Jordan Poole. We're going to trade Jordan Poole, and on top of that, we're going to reward you with a hundred million dollars. And you talking about we glad. That he's getting the help he find like he's finally getting some help. No, what are you talking about, bro? The way- I don't understand. What are you talking about? This is this falls like eighty five percent of this is is Draymond's fault. Fifteen percent is because of that goddamn organization. That organization enabled Draymond to do what he did. He, they could have cut this shit out a long time ago. In all honesty, like Steph, he's 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 not really the vocal early. I'm not gonna lock him. I don't I don't fucking know, but he seems from my outside perspective, like a more lead by example type of player. But if Steph was like, hey, Draymond, stop or you will not be on the Warriors no more. Draymond would never do any of this. He would have he never hit Jordan. He wouldn't have he done anything. He'd be on his best behavior. Because Steph, like Draymond and Steph, they're tied. Draymond, Steph, and Clay, all three of them are tied together. So if Steph, uh, as long as Steph is open, as long as because Draymond and Clay, they're not they're not producing like they used to do. But as long as Steph is happy with them, they're gonna stay on that team. If Steph was like Draymond, clean this shit up, or you're getting the fuck out of here, he would have cleaned the shit up. But none of that shit is happening. And now it's like just hearing the way people talk about it, like you said, it's crazy. And then like you hear like KD, like 
He's like, oh man, I don't know what's wrong. He didn't act like this when I was with the Warriors. Nurkic saying, oh, that brother needs help. Gobert saying, oh, I have empathy for him. They're acting like he's on drugs or something. He and just make bad like decisions. He's just acting stupid. like this shit is new. They're acting like this shit is some some new developments. Like he's been doing this shit since 2016. But even if we want to talk about the therapy talk, therapy talk is well overdue. You should have been having therapy talks when you decided to punch Jordan Poole. He did no, he did. Remember, he did like that whole there was I think it was like on Amazon Prime or something. There was like a that's not a, therapy, a series though. about him where he got therapy yeah. and all that. Like nah, nigga. Nah. Exactly. <laughs> nah. Because you know why? R- behavior this would be one thing and it would still be bad this would be one thing if the last thing we heard about draymond was the punching incident yeah but no you had to stomp on sabonis's chest you had rudy gobert getting choked the fuck out for 30 now you and then five games after the choke remember there's only been five games since the choke you decide to spin, he backfist somebody. Gilbert Arena said it best. I ain't gonna lie to you. He said, yeah, he trying to get them Europeans up out of here. I ain't gonna lie to you. He really be doing this to the Europeans. He don't do this to nobody else but the Europeans. The harsh shit. And, and at first, I was like, Gil, you just chatting. But then, I realized that it's been Sabonis, Rudy Gobert, Yusuf Nurkic, uh, Jordan Poole is light-skinned from Wisconsin, so, you know, that kind of counts. Um, Steven Adams is Australian. He's strong, but, you know, he's still Australian. And I'm really trying to figure out who else has he gotten it, gotten into, like, like this, that's not European. I don't know. He tried he to get trying into to, it Bradley yeah. Bill. Bradley Bill uh, slammed him on the ground. Tore off his uh, – he tried to get with Isaiah Stewart. Isaiah Stewart said, hey, hey, hey watch it. <laughs> Watch. No, Isaiah Stewart tried to get with him. Draymond was like, all right, bro, really, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Isaiah Stewart. Hey, he Detroit for real, for real. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> That's somebody that, hey, if they ever blow it up, they need to keep Isaiah Stewart. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> when I saw him charge at Braun, I was like, oh, yeah, he different. He different. Nah. This is some crazy shit right here. I'm just surprised nobody punched Draymond yet. Like, it's just like Draymond, he's, he for a normal human, know, he... Draymond is big. But in the, he's only, in Rick. Draymond's like 6'5", 230. That's big for a normal human. In the NBA, he's tiny. That's like, Nurkic's 7'1", like, 280. Like, Nurkic's gonna knock him out. I wish he would have to shut all this shit up. Because I, I see, like, there's a whole bunch of people who are, oh, my gosh, Draymond, he's suspended indefinitely. But, oh, uh, John Morant, he... They're just making all these, like, bad <laughs> comparisons to stuff. And I'm just like... They need, they need to. Draymond needs to be suspended. He needs to be suspended. Something's wrong with this nigga. He needs and to be suspended And they need to stop talking about... And they need to stop talking about John Morant. John Morant has been going through it. I ain't gonna hold you. That nigga been in these courtrooms. <laughs> Y'all need to leave John alone. <laughs> Bro, he's just, he got like he got like uh, he got like five games left on the suspension, and he's back. Just let him let him get through these five days without y'all starting a scandal have, in his name. Have you seen these court shits? I ain't trying yes. to get on John for it. He was like, "Are these diamonds real?" That he's shit just, is crazy. He just looked. He was like, "I mean, I'm a millionaire." Like, I was like, yeah, bitch, these hoes VVS for real, nigga. What are you talking about? I just, Get the diamond tester right now, nigga. What does it have to do with anything, bro? I they, had to dunk, they, they had the nigga dunk, like, a, a poster of him trying to post up a dunk. He was like, yeah, that's, you see that arm? That arm right there. Now, imagine that arm on a 17-year-old child getting punched. Like, they was really reaching with some just, of these... Uh, this must be a civil. This must be a civil suit. Yeah, it's a civil suit. Cause this shit is getting crazy. This is why I don't argue with lawyers. 
<laughs> I don't argue with nobody that goes to law school or aspiring to go to law. Y'all got it, because this is crazy. Don't do this. But yeah, other, other than that, Draymond, realistically, I know it's indefinitely, but when do you think he's coming back? Because he's definitely coming back this season. You, de- uh, you know that's going to happen. 10 games. That's crazy. That's too long or too short? Too short, in my how personal you, opinion. How do you think? Um, that that nigga shouldn't touch the court till like, bare minimum February, bare minimum, bare minimum. Well, it's almost it's low key almost January, so it's almost January. Like I, oh, it might not be that bad. That might not be that bad. Like I, I need you. I need you. Like bare, and that means like I really like he got to do a press run on like yo, like I. I really have changed. Like your demeanor got to change. These need to be court mandated therapy sessions. Like we like, need this to, you got to sign be... in. We need to have people watch you. All that <laughs> we need well documentation that shit has been going on. But you need to write a, right. write a paper about what you've learned. All that. Yeah, and and realistically, I don't even know how many games are in a month for most people. So like, yeah, I don't either. So if I if I quickly did um, a warrior schedule, look up. <laughs> If you count all of December's game and all of January's games, that's like 22 games. That's mm. 22 games right there. Uh, which is, in my mind, I was thinking a 15 to 20 game suspension anyway. I was, I was, I think that's what it should be, like 15, but I don't think they're going to do it. I, that's why I said 10. I don't think Adam Silver, he not, David Stern would have executed Draymond. Adam Silver, he not like that. Oh, Adam, look, um, look, Adam Silver, it um, it was crazy enough that Adam Silver decided to do it indefinitely. <laughs> I, I really thought I, I really thought he was gonna hit him with a little tenner, like a ten game. I was like, if he gets a ten game, he gonna do something else. He gonna do something else sometime this season. He's gonna do something else sometime this season, regardless. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, yeah. You said I think we're talking pre uh, pre production in the pod, and you said he's seven away from the record for ejections. When do you think? When do you think he's gonna reach that? If I'm being honest, uh, it depends on how long he plays. But oh, he is realistic, realistic, realistically, because he can he can get there. He can get there. Yeah, he's for sure. I'm. I think next two seasons he's getting there. If he gets there within the next two seasons, that's gonna be his last two seasons. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> if he gets there in two seasons. Yeah, buddy, I ain't gonna lie to you. This, <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think he'll get ejected for the rest of the season. If I'm being honest, we'll see. So. Who knows? But we moved from we moved from one one act of violence to another one. Oh, it's my with, favorite. It's my favorite one. Do you want to? You want to take it away? Or are we, are we should I Pacers? explain it? Yeah, Giannis versus the Pacers. Hey, look, you've been doing a great job. I'm going to let you start it. I'm going to let right. you start it off. And if there's anything you miss, I'm going to add to it. All right, bet. So, on... Hold on. Let me find... When, when, when the hell this happened? Let me find... <laughs> oh, man. What is that? Hold on. Yeah, two days ago? <clears throat> yeah. So on, for, uh, so, on Wednesday, December 13th, the fateful, the fateful Wednesday, December 13th, the Bucks and the Pacers played, and the Bucks won one forty to one twenty six. It was like high scoring game, good game. Giannis scored a franchise record sixty four points. Mm. That was on accident. I think all his points was in the paint too. He was just 
He was really just cooking yeah. them. It was legit. It was a legit an accident. He wasn't supposed to do that. Um, they took him out because they were up by like 25, 30 um, in the fourth. And their bench scored enough points to get it back to a 10 to an 8-point game, which <laughs> led Giannis to come back and score some more buckets, which ultimately – Got him that franchise record. So I know I would be so mad if I if I think I'm just chill. Okay, cool. We're up big. I don't got to go back in the rest of the game. We get comfortable on the bench, and then oh, you got to. I'd be so upset. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd be so upset. But shout out, shout out, shout out to Rick Hall and the Pacers, man. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> shout out to them. But anyways, like I said, uh, the 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 Bucks won. Giannis scored sixty four points after the game. Giannis won the game ball. You know, he scored sixty. Franchise record, 64 points. It was at home. You know, it just went crazy. So he won the game ball, but for some reason, he couldn't find the ball. He was looking around, wondering where the ball was, and then he got angry. And this is Giannis, seven foot one, 260, super muscular, African man, just angry. And he started out of nowhere. He looked left, he looked right, then just took off down the tunnel. Took off down the tunnel after uh, the Pacers players because he was trying to find. Because he was like, "Hey, I think they stole my ball, my game ball." So he just took off after the Pacers, trying to find them, find the ball. And then it was like a whole practice, ruckus, whatever you want to call it. Then Giannis came back out. He started yelling at Tyrese Halliburton, saying, "Hey, go get my ball." Dame Lillard was standing right next to him, looking like, "Nigga, it's just a ball." But it was just, it was a lot going on, and it came. Uh, Come to find out that the Pacers, they did take the ball and they gave it to their rookie, uh, rookie big man, Oscar Shibue, because he scored his first NBA points. Mm-hmm. And they said, we normally do that with all game balls. We give it to uh, the rookie who scored their first points. Mm-hmm. And to this, Giannis was very upset because he wanted his ball. And he ended up with the, he ended up with the game ball. But according to him, he doesn't think that's the real game ball because I know he said he knows what ball he played with, and that wasn't the same ball. Greg, how do you feel about all this? Because this is over a damn ball. Like, hey man, look. First of all, shout out to the Pacers who um just signed uh James Johnson uh yesterday or two days ago. Shout out to them. They know what time it is. Um, second of all. This is this is the NBA I love. This is the NBA I love. Um, for people that wasn't watching the actual game, there was a little scrimmage. There was a little. It was it was getting a little chippy to begin with. I think Ben Matherin um hard foul Giannis, and Thanasis decided that he was gonna hold himself back on the bench. <laughs> Nobody else held him back. He held himself back. He got an angry somehow. I guess. Um. And uh, Bobby Portis, big-eyed ass, you know, he was ready for all the smoke. So, <laughs> based off of what Rick Carlisle said, there shouldn't have even, there should not have been no escalation. It was just a miscommunication. There's two game balls. They played with two balls. Hey, yo. This game. Oh. Yo? <laughs> I'm like, yo? Like... <laughs> Hey yo, I felt like if I just glossed it over, you yeah, pause. I was like, I, cause you paused after you said it. I'm like, what? <laughs> hey yo, look. Hey, 
Hey, look, look. They played the game with two basketballs. There were two game basketballs. All right, guys. So there shouldn't have even been a kerfuffle to begin with. Give a game ball to the the rookie (laughs) and give a game ball to Giannis. I think what happened was that with Giannis, like, I guess he wanted the, maybe he just wanted the most recent one. The one that he scored the 64th point. But, I mean, look, Giannis, to what I've heard, I heard that a Pacer coach pinned another, uh, you know, Milwaukee Bucks player to the wall during the kerfuffle. Um, some one of the Pacers coach got elbowed in the ribs by by a Bucks player. Like it, it, it didn't have to get to this point. But this is a division rival, and I think division rivalries are coming back. Um, and the Pacers are interesting enough for me to tune in to the next Pacers Bucks yeah. game. That's all I have to say about it. I think that this was unnecessary. It could have been easily prevented. I think Giannis overreacted. No, he's going um, just like did you see Damian Lillard? Like Dan was standing next to Giannis and like when Giannis telling? was yelling at Tyrese Halliburton, Dan was Tyrese Halliburton, Dan was just looking like And like, he hey, hey and he lucky Tyrese one of them one of them guys that's just chill. Yeah. <laughs> like that anybody else like anybody else, you can't I don't care if you the face of the league. Yo, you're not talking to me like that. Especially when I come in there with the good positive energy. Yeah, because Harry Tyler, he don't never see man. He just happy. Like, he don't. He's trying to dap him up. Give me my ball. <laughs> you see, you see, I ain't got no ball. <laughs> you see, I don't got no basketball in my hand. He, like, he, like he told Tyrese. I think like the audio. He told Tyrese, "You need to go get my ball." If I was Tyrese, I'd be like, "I was like, I ain't got to give you shit. I got to do with me. I ain't got to give you." And I think that's the problem. I think that that's the problem with Giannis. Giannis ran in there. Because I feel like they already gave the basketball to Oscar. Yeah. At that time. He ran in there talking about, y'all need to give me my motherfucking ball. I'm not going to lie. If I already have a basketball, there's no way niggas is just going to be like, oh, Giannis is big bro. Like, sorry. Like, you're not going to just take it out the nigga hand. He came in with the wrong energy. He came in with the wrong energy. Had he came in there differently, pause, who knows? Like, who knows? They probably would have. Given it, but like I said, the whole game has been chippy. The whole, you know, the whole yeah. game. So they were standing on business. Miles Turner was standing on business, like bro, like, like yo, I, I was putting my, I was putting myself in that position, like, yo, if I score my first NBA point and I won a game ball, if I had like my chip, hey dad, what? Where's the game ball? Oh, I had to give it to Giannis. Like, uh, Giannis wanted my ball, so I gave it to him, nigga. They be like, Dad, no. you call him big bro? Yeah, I'm saying, like, come on, bro. <laughs> Nah, wrong energy. I give I get both sides though. I get both sides, but it shouldn't have been both sides. There was two game balls, bro. That's the thing. Because when there was when two, I was, like, I was like, I know there's there's like a I was like there's a rack of basketballs they play with. Like I know there's more than one game ball. Like, and then like, yeah. but I will say, like like you said, all this could have been avoided. But I do sort of lean more on the Bucks side of things because I didn't even realize they play the game was played at Milwaukee. So like yeah. those were those were their those are the Bucks balls. Nah. Balls of course. Nah. nah that's 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 the NBA's basketball. Oh, gosh, bro. But like uh, uh, hypothetically, if there was only one ball, I really do think that the tiebreaker is um the tiebreaker is whoever won. I think it was yeah. Yeah I'm saying because the Bucks won. 
So like hypothetically, like if you if you got a sixty four point game and you lost, why the fuck you want the ball? Why would you want the ball for real? <laughs> yeah. If we're being honest, like because Giannis would be in that post game talking about. Oh, this doesn't mean much to me. You know, it was clowning Devin Booker when he had that 70 point whatever. And then he had wrote the number 70 on a piece of paper. And it was clowning him for that. Lost that game. So I think the tiebreaker is whoever wins. Yeah. It's an unfortunate accident um, of miscommunication. But ultimately, um, it's good for the league. I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. Bring Bring a real basketball back. But they're gonna they're gonna slander us because we we want Draymond up out of here. But it's Giannis' first defense for real. Not really, but Giannis don't be doing Giannis don't be doing all the Draymond stuff. Because if Giannis did the Draymond stuff, he would have killed somebody because he's so much he's so much bigger than Draymond. He's hey yo, not even you know exactly what I meant. So shut up. Oh hey hey look, (laughs) my fault my fault my fault Cam damn. Chill out, Mace. I'm already down. But anyway, we have to move on to talking about the in-season tournament. And mm. yes, we know the in-season tournament wrapped up in the mm. Lakers. The Lakers ended up winning. But me and Greg, we were having a sort of a disagreement, if you will, on social media. Because Greg... Has a, Greg has a terrible idea, and I just told him it was terrible, and he didn't agree with me. So apparently he thinks the winner of the in-season tournament should have an automatic playoff spot. And I told him that is stupid because it is. Now, Greg, why do you think Wait, the cool, winner man. of the tournament deserves an automatic spot? Can you Can you elaborate more on your point? Look. I think when people, because I saw an article that said the NBA exec or people around the NBA were clamoring that they should, you know, allow the winner to get the seventh seed, um, like an automatic seventh seed in, in, in the playoffs. And I think that when people were first saying it, or people like when when people were first reacting to it. I think people kind of forget about the new playoff format because I don't believe that they should just get a playoff spot and ain't got to fight or earn nothing. But I do believe that during, cause the seven C still is a part of the playing tournament. And I do believe that say you're a ninth seed or a 10th seed, but you won that NBA cup, which I think they should, they should just call it the cup. They should call it, they shouldn't call it in season tournament. They should call it the NBA Cup because in season tournament is just too many words. They they they're gonna fix yeah. that name. They're gonna fix that name. Yeah, it's too much. But like seven C gives you home court advantage throughout all of the games played in the play in for you. And I think having a home court advantage does mean something um, for a few people. And I think that's like a, a a cool thing to do. Like you know, just throw them at a seven C. Now I do think there need to be parameters. Like you shouldn't be tanking like you like you San Antonio or something like you shouldn't be no damn 15 see like I feel like if you are still qualified for the play-in and you still meet the requirements of making the 10th seed <clears throat> I think that because you won the NBA Cup it should put you at the 7th seed so that it doesn't get um controversial that you got to take somebody out of the playoffs in general you got to fit those parameters so that's where I was coming from um from that standpoint 
um, mainly because look, it, I think it would be fire. I ain't gonna lie to you. Not gonna lie to now, you. Greg, what if what if they outperform the seven seed? What do you mean? Like, what if they end up being the third seven best seed? team in the conference? Well, what do then what they then what they can do with the seven seed? What's the What's the incentive for winning the cup if it doesn't do anything like that? Besides the money, of course. What's the incentive for that? It's, I don't. Think- I mean, I feel like they can put. I mean, they can make them. They can make some more incentives. Like, look, I, me personally, I just think that um, whoever wins the NBA Cup is going to. I, it's already proven that they that these teams care enough, so it's going to be a playoff contender that's going to win it. Not a chance. Like, it may not be a championship contender but they ain't gonna be the detroit pistons that win this this damn but what if what if what if it's a team that's in this hypothetical they're they don't really have championship potential mm-hmm. so they win the cup and they're like you know what and then one of their players gets hurt or whatever and so I, they're like you know what we should just, we're just gonna blow it up we want a high draft pick blah 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 okay why they're, they're still stuck in the seventh seed what they they have to go to the play or <laughs> After the playoffs could be playing, but they're still stuck in the seventh seed. Like, what about that? I just, I don't think it's, I just don't think it's a good idea. I just think just the money, they should up the money, and I think that's it. Uh, look, I mean, it's not a, it's not a foolproof plan. It's not a, I just don't think it's as stupid as people think it is. I just, I just think that people came into it thinking, y'all guaranteeing a nigga a playoff spot. And I think a lot of people kind of forgot that the seventh seed is a part of the playing uh, tournament. That's, I feel like you're still guaranteeing them niggas a playoff really. spot. How? Because they're going to be gotta in the But you got to perform. It's still big. We, we, literally, we literally saw the Miami Heat be a Tim seed and I make still, it all the way to the finals. I still feel like you're just giving your reward. Like, yes, they should be rewarded for the cup. Like I said, give more money, but it's still, even though the 70, they're still, this is still the playoffs. Even, even if you don't want to play it, it's still the playoffs. It's just a winner go home. It's still a winner go home. It's, it's the same thing. You're guaranteeing them as playoffs by my opinion. I just don't, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't know what makes it a bad idea. I guess, I guess that's my thing. Like, all the stuff I just said. What if they want the draft picks? What if they outperform the seven seed? What if they just end up? What if they be like, you know what? We are we already got the seven seed locked up. We're just gonna rest everybody. First of all, there's no reason. Uh, well, like if if they decide to rest, if they decide to rest people, that's cool. But Adam Silver didn't already put in place that you just can't be resting motherfuckers anyway. He didn't say that. Put two. So- yeah, didn't they just put out you can't you can't rest you can't intentionally rest two superstars at the same time unless they meet certain criteria. They said you just unless, don't win unless you love that, right? Like, is that not thought, just the incentive for the awards? Nah, well, with the awards thing is you got to play sixty five games to be eligible for you know awards yeah. and stuff. But I thought it was one of those things where they just couldn't they couldn't do that. I thought they were gonna get fined or something. Maybe I just need to look look back at look back up like what, what that was. Um but I mean look, we haven't heard much about load managing this year like we have in the past, I will say. It's whatever cause, it's cause Whatever Adam whatever Adam Silver has done, I ain't gonna lie, you're not David Stern, but you're doing some shit that's kind of improving the league. I'm not gonna lie to you. 
You ain't been all missing. Right, all right, you all mi- right. You miss. You be missing. You be missing on the transparency. Like I, I be telling you about the transparency all the time. But other than that, um, outside of uh, reprimanding and, and discipline, when it comes to the actual game of basketball, he, he's basketball te- he's needs, terrible at the di- he's terrible at that discipline stuff. That discipline that that is not his forte. I feel like he's a non-confrontational person. I think that's a that's, that's an issue. So when it comes to the game of basketball and the development of basketball, I have no complaints. He's been improving these past two years. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't know, but we'll see what comes with the end season tournament. You know, it's only been one year. It was it was good, it was good as hell though. But still, we'll see what comes with it. It could be just another twenty twenty All Star, and maybe he has next year. Who knows? <laughs> I hope not. Like who? Like who? I, I hope not. Well, I don't think it will because the money. But they, like I said, they need to up the money and put it in a duffel bag, just in the center of the floor, just before the game. So just put the money. Everybody look at it. And be like, okay, this is what we're playing for. It'll, I mean, it'll turn the game up. You'll see a lot more Draymond Green activity. I mean, look, that's that's cool and all, but then you saw how Zion looked on, on that last game. So I guess money don't money ain't everything. Zion's a different Zion. We learned this offseason. Maybe we learned in the offseason that Zion has different values than most of us. Maybe you need some crab legs on the table. Who knows? Maybe we need some beignets. Who knows, nigga? I don't know. Let me not too much on Zion. I I chill out on Zion. I'm saying because a beignet would be (laughs) that would be incentive. I'm not gonna lie to you. For me, yeah, absolutely. But I digress. Oh God. But now, Greg, it's time for picks of the week. Absolutely. So, absolutely. As you guys probably already figured out, we're recording this on Friday, even though we normally do it on Thursday. So we can't talk about the Thursday night game, or we can't um, can't predict a Thursday night game because it already happened. And to be honest, we would have predicted the wrong fucking thing because we didn't expect this to happen to the Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to that man. So, since we don't have a Thursday night game we can do, we'll just go ahead and hop over to the... But we do have a Saturday night game. What? We have three games on Saturday. We have three games tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. We don't have a Thursday night game, but we do have three Saturday night games. So or Saturday games, because they're not on at night. Anyway, doesn't matter. Anyway, the first game we have the Vikings at the Bengals. Who are you going with, Greg? Is um is Justin Jefferson coming back? I don't know. I really don't know. I know he, he got sent to the hospital, so I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna go to Bengals. And I'm not even confident because they don't. None of them have their quarterbacks. Yeah, it's well, it's uh, battle of the backups. It's the year of the backups this season, honestly. Yeah, I'm gonna um, go Bengals. I'll go Bengals as well because I'm looking at it says Justin Jefferson's questionable. But I'll go with the Bengals because um, their quarterback has been playing very good for a backup. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he's been decent. Now for our next game, we have the Steelers. At the Colts. What are you mm. thinking? Not gonna lie. Give me the Colts. Well, I'm going with Steelers because it's the agenda. You gotta go with it. I need I need Mike Tomlin to get this these eight wins. 
and they're seven and six right now. <laughs> so I need him. Well, I really need him to get he nine. Need, wins. He, he need he need nine because yeah, I need, the, I need nine, that winning record. Yeah. I need that winning record. I don't know what the rest of their yeah. schedule looks like, but this is a good opportunity to to beat up on a team that's not super good. So. The Steelers' remaining schedule is they have the Colts, they have the Bengals, they have the Seahawks, and they end with the Ravens. <laughs> All right, he. I think he, this is the win he needs because he might not get. Like, he's, he, fucked he, when he, he fucked up when he lost to the fucking Patriots. Yeah, yeah, shoot. This is gonna be this is gonna be a tough year for Mike Tomlin in that record, bro. <laughs> hey, if he if he overcome that record, if he get that record. Bad ass nigga, man. Bro. <laughs> and then our, <laughs> our next uh, Saturday game will be the Broncos at the Lions. Who are you taking? Now, listen, man. I don't know. I just got a weird feeling about them Broncos today or tomorrow. Mm. Think Broncos get it. I think Broncos win. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. I think they sniffed that they're one, they're literally one game away. From playoffs. Um, from uh, tying the what you call it, the Chiefs, the Chiefs. That's they're like so, a game. They're like so a game horrible. back. They're, they're like a ba- a game back from the Chiefs or some shit like that. So and the Broncos have beaten the Chiefs this year. So just imagine if the Broncos make the playoffs, but not the Chiefs. Just imagine that would be something crazy. Not gonna lie to you. So I'm picking the Broncos because I want controversy. I'm going with the Lions because even though the Broncos are outperforming what pretty much we all expected at this point, so are the Lions. They're outperforming people. And they just came off or they just lost to um, the Bears. So I know they're going to want a big bounce back win because Dan Campbell is a crazy human being and they have him as a head coach. So he's going to he's going to want them to go crazy. And now for our Sunday night game, it will be the Ravens at the Jaguars. Who are you picking? Give me the Ravens. You said that too fast. You said that too fast. You got to preface it with respectfully. Respectfully wasn't going to work. I ain't going to lie to you. (laughs) It wasn't going to work. I think it's because if we both say it too fast, then that's what happened. But if Mm. one of us becomes humble with it, like if you pick the Jags, It'll kind of re it'll, it'll bounce itself out. Okay. It's not happening because I'm picking the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Ravens are going to win this game. But I do All think right, it'll right. be close because I think I think Jags are good, honestly. So I think it'll be a close game. But I think the Ravens got oh, it. Oh, for sure. It's going to be a close game. And then our Monday night game, the Eagles at the Seahawks. Who are you taking? I, I got agendas to push. Give me the Seahawks. Oh my gosh. I got narratives to push, man. I need them to lose. <laughs> God damn it. I, I too am going with the Seahawks because I just feel like the Eagles feel like they feel like they're reeling right now. Like Jalen Hurts, he looked he's he's been hurt pretty much the entire season, but he's still been playing. And he looked like last game he looked way more hurt than he has been in a while. Like that last name. Send that last foreshadowing. Name, foreshadowing mm. but yeah i just oh but wait mm, is gino starting this game hold on it don't even matter to me honestly fair enough i got i got agendas to push y'all okay yeah, i think gino i think Gino's starting so yeah i'll go with the seahawks now if drew lock plays then 
they finna lose, but one of the whatever. best mid white quarterbacks out there, man. Mm. Man, shout out to him, man. Shout out to Drew Locke, man. But now we got to get into our uh, our locks of the week. Who do you have as a lock to win? Let me let me be safe and be 49ers Cardinals. I was gonna say, I was like, you don't see no locks at all. I was like, that's one right nah, there. Nah, but, it, but it's just like, I, I would do this locking and Kyler Murray would do something crazy. And I would be happy because it pushes my narrative and agendas right now in the NFC. But <laughs> I would do 49ers Cardinals. For my lock, I'm going with the Chiefs over the Patriots. That's the one I, that's the one I was going to go for. But I was just like, you know what? The way they had Zeke. <laughs> They had Zeke that last game, and they can't stop the run. I don't know, man. All right, now who do you have for an upset this week? Jackson, do you understand? And I, this might give you a heart attack. Do you know if the Giants win another game, they're in playoff contention? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I just want you to understand that. I just want you to understand that if they win another game, they will oh, officially be – you know, a part of that wild card if, conversation. If the Giants sneak into the playoffs, one they got to get that <laughs> they got to get that coach coach of the year. And two, uh, they, they also he, yeah, he won it last year. I know they got to do it again because this team is worse. <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't shout out that. to that boy Danny DeVito. You know, Danny DeVito has not lost a uh, a game that he's that's because Danny DeVito is a short actor. Tommy DeVito is a quarterback. Tommy DeVito. You're right. Yeah, Tommy DeVito, DeVito has he not did, he did short lost a game. You're right. They gotta get rid of they gotta get rid of Danny if this happens, y'all. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> if Tommy DeVito sneaks into the playoffs, you gotta get rid of Daniel Jones. You gotta get I, rid of him. They should have never like I can't believe they re-signed them to that big ass. Oh game. yeah. They are so stupid. They were super dumb. They were super dumb and didn't didn't wanna didn't wanna give Saquon that money for real, but you know, <laughs> ain't none of my business. But all that to say, I got the Giants over the Saints because I like controversy. All right. I my, like seeing you up and I like seeing you upset too about these goddamn Giants too. Well, it doesn't make sense why they keep winning. If they if the Giants win, they have to fire Derek. They gotta they beat have... the Eagles. And they, yo, if they beat the Eagles. Hey, if they beat the Eagles, money? I'll allow it. I'll allow it if they beat the Eagles. They play no, like... I won't. Never mind. I'm lying. I won't allow it. Never mind. What you mean you won't allow it? We need them. To... <laughs> we need the Eagles I to just, lose. You don't understand. I don't like the Giants, bro. I just don't. Bro, like the Giants. but I don't like the. I don't like the Eagles. I hate the Eagles. Actually, I despise them, motherfuckers. They always had cool players, though. Man, fuck the Michael cool Vick, Deshaun, them fa- them Deshaun fans McCoy before he started. Before he's like Deshaun McCoy when he played football instead of talked. Yeah. Well, I knew his voice sounded like he was cool. Yeah. But my upset for the week, and this is a big one. It's not, bro. You ain't gonna I'm, say taking, crazy. I'm taking the Panthers over the Falcons. That shit not even crazy for real. I think it could. I need, I don't think the Panthers, I think the Panthers are going to get one more win. And this it has, the Falcons suck. It has to be this team. The Falcons going to the playoffs. They lead their division. They've won every division game. I don't care. They have not lost a division game. They're going to the playoffs. Even if they lose today. I mean, even if they lose, they're still going to well. The Bucks can't beat them in the, uh, what you call it? Yeah, the Bucks lost to, uh, ah, 
Well, like they got the Falcons and the Bucks. Got the they got a chance. They got a chance. They got a chance. It's just the fact that um, if they all end up with the same record, okay. um, the Falcons win all tiebreakers because they've won within the division. Mm. But it's a chance. But yeah, I need, I need, I need that win. I be feeling bad for Bryce Young, bro. He be getting his ass whooped. I just, I want. Him I be to feeling be happy, bad bro. for Kyle. I be feeling bad for Kyle Pitts. He got, he got his first, uh, his first season, first touchdown of the season last week. His first touchdown of the season came in week. What is this? 13, 14? Yeah, fifteen. All right, no, last week it, was fourteen. Last week, this was 14. is yeah, you know, fourteen. Yeah, it took him fourteen weeks to get a, a touchdown. He's supposed to be the tight end of the future, and it's not even your fault for real. Yeah, yeah. I, I just know. know, like, I bet Kyler. He's like, man, what if I play for the Falcons? Like, okay. they'd be so much better because he's an actual competent quarterback in weapons. Yeah. And I wanted the and I wanted the Cowboys to go trade from before I found out about Ferguson. Now we got Ferguson. I don't want nobody else. I ain't yeah, no, Ferguson. Ferguson. I Ferguson, think Ferguson. Ferguson is solid, good. yo. No, I'm still solid. sick. Like Ferguson, he turned out being cold, and they still wasted the draft pick on a tight end last year in the second round. But it's whatever. It is what it is. But we did our picks. Got our let's picks. Get some, let's get in some hot takes, Greg. Yeah, let me. I'm gonna make this short, uh, short, sweet, and simple for y'all. My hot take of the week: You niggas need to get off Keith Lee dick. All right. First of all, shout out to Keith Lee. Nothing wrong with Keith Lee. I'm a fan of Keith Lee. Uh, I think he does great work, great content creator. But I do have a problem and issue, specifically with the black community. That always got something to say about Keith Lee. There's nothing. I've never seen somebody that's been asked to do less and more at the at same, the same time. time. At the same damn time. Y'all are legit. Y'all are the legit niggas that will intentionally pray and gatekeep certain restaurants. Because you don't want the Keith Lee long line tax to happen to your favorite establishment. But then when he gets to your city, you out here bitching, moaning, and complaining on why he's trying certain foods and certain restaurants that are just not to the expectation of yours. And I'm here to say, bitch, because you gatekeeping. Maybe if you want to <laughs> Like, you can't have it both ways. Like, what do you want the nigga to do? I say all this to say, uh, Atlanta, I don't want to count Atlanta because Atlanta had horrible customer service. But there's a lot of people in New York that's just not happy with him. I'm not with him, but just where the audience decided to take him. All because somebody recommended that nigga a salmon chopped cheese. Now, look, not going to lie. Never heard of a salmon chopped cheese a day in my life. I don't think that's I, a real thing. I think they just made it up for Keith Lee. No, nah, but what what I what I heard happened was the whatever the establishment was, they recommended the salmon chopped cheese. It wasn't even an audience. The restaurant that he decided to go to, or the restaurant, it wasn't even the deli. It was, you know, he tried to do the authentic thing. <laughs> and 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 a guy from New York said it best. Getting fish from a deli is crazy. Getting fish. From get, getting fish the Aki way, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I get it. I understand it. 
but you cannot straddle the fence. You cannot get upset when you was the main motherfucker complaining about your favorite establishment having long lines in New York. Make up your mind and get and get Keith Lee dick out your mouth, yo. It, it, it's, it's getting crazy. You know who he didn't have no complaints for? Houston motherfucking Texas, ho. That's all I got. Hey. <laughs> you know who you know where he rated all the nines and tens at? Oh my gosh. Houston motherfucking Texas. So I don't know what you want me to say. Real eats. I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe if I go three or four different places and you just keep telling me, oh, I need to try this, I need to try that. This one's better. Maybe your city just not as good as you think it is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I, I can't I it's something I can't relate to, Jack. So I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I could feel their pain if I live somewhere else or I was from another city or state. I don't know. But that's all I gotta say. Get Keith oh Lee di- Hey, Keith Lee, Keith Lee already know what good East is. So look, I don't know. That's all y'all, y'all gotta grow up. Y'all gotta grow up. Get off the internet. Get off TikTok, y'all. Go touch oh some grass. Fuck ass niggas. Anyway. That's oh my, my hot take. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I do hate like when Keith Lee came. I was like, man, these lines gonna be so long. But I'm happy for the businesses though. But damn. Mm-mm-mm. But but he went to play like he went to places that already had long lines. Like Breakfast Club, they already had long lines. Yeah, so Breakfast I Club. Like I, I was never gonna go there anyway. It's way too long, bro. Like I'm not doing all that. Yeah. So I'm surprised he got food from there. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> That nigga name is Keith Lee. That nigga definitely was finna get... He was in a beat he, don't that go, nigga. He, he don't be saying his name. He just... He has people get it for him. Exactly. I understand. And plus, to-go orders, you gonna get them faster. He uh, not he not waiting in line. You don't have to just, wait in line to get in a to-go order. Yeah, he just be in, in line to sit down. Truck. Hell yeah. I'm surprised you ain't go to Turkey Lake Hood. Nah, all that shit that be happening in Turkey Lake Hood. Nah, I needed him to go to get this shut down. <laughs> He gonna do a divorce settlement or some shit? Yeah, here. I don't know. It's a lot of shit. Oh, there's some man. We we talk about this. I I know some stuff about Turkey Lake Hut because anyway. <laughs> but my hot take for the week, and I've been thinking about this for a minute, and by a minute I mean a literal minute. But I think oh, shit. <laughs> I 100 believe that GMs deserve way more of the smoke, way more of the blame. Way more to whatever, way more to in, way more to insults as well. When it comes to building teams and why teams are failing, like speak on is, it. Is Brandon Staley a horrible head coach? Yes. yes. But is Tom Telesco the GM who left them with a whole bunch of old wide receivers who drafted Quentin Johnson who can't catch, who continually gets um, a whole bunch of hurt players, and who left them forty million dollars over the cap? A bad GM? Yes. But nobody knows who he is because he's the GM. He's not the coach. He's not out in front. And, like, it's just always, like, I would have more smoke for the coaches. I mean, I do have a lot of smoke for coaches who suck. But I have more smoke for the coaches if they're the ones who actually get the ingredients for the food they're making. But the GMs, they made the sandwich. The GMs, it's their fault. It's the GM's fault the team sucks most of the time because they're not getting good players. They're not making good financial decisions like they're getting teams in cap hell. Like, I think GMs is probably slightly more important than coaches. I could be it maybe is, that is it is more important. Yeah, I think the GMs are more important than coaches, and I'm glad you agree yeah. with me, so I can, so I can fully 100 percent say that. Yeah, I think GMs are. <laughs> I think GMs are more important than coaches, 
And like, if you have a bad, if you have a bad GM, there's no way. I don't think there's any way you're going to be successful if it's the Detroit GM who's making Detroit Pistons. It's a lot like, of good ingredients there. And they just suck. Come on now. Yeah, that's my hot take. <laughs> when you think of a bad GM, what's the first thing that comes to mind to you? Uh, like I, I think Jerry Jones, because although now he's more hands off and he's giving a lot more responsibility to Stephen Jones, his son, and I think the dude's name is Will McKay or Will McClay, who's like controls most of like the draft decisions. So he's not, he's not like a super GM no more. Then I think of Bill Belichick, who's a coaching GM, who's a good coach, terrible GM. So those are the two main ones I think of, and then I think of. I think of the Saints and how I don't know who their GM is, but they're always like ninety million dollars over the cap, and every single year they always find a way to have a roster with players on that team, even though there should be no way. But when you think of bad GM, who do you think of? Uh, Bill O'Brien. That brother was. I, just, I think of I think of Bill O'Brien when I think of like war criminals. I think of Bill yeah, O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, that boy. Yeah, he was he was bigger. He was bigger than being a GM. <laughs> that that man, that man there. I'm not gonna lie. And whoever the GM is for the Detroit Pistons, um, they have not reached the playoff since uh, Blake Griffin, and they got swept. So, those are the two I think of. And then sometimes, um. Low key, Daryl Morey would have been tragically bad if the results didn't show up. He, I don't. He's not a good GM because he like has, he, he just keeps getting good players. He's not a good GM. He just, he just like he was one of the few few GMs that just did not care about um, draft picks at all. He would just give away our future just relentlessly, just for a win now player. Like four first round draft picks, and we don't get a draft pick till twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three or. And, and this is back the, in twenty fourteen. I'm like, yo, like I, you, I don't even know if you're gonna be here this long. And that's why the Rockets are in the situation. I mean, they're rebuilding now. They're finally sort of got finally rebuilding. Yeah, they finally got, got all like the Daryl Morey stink off of them. But like, that's that was the reason the Rockets needed to rebuild in the first place. They couldn't get nobody because they was trading all their draft picks and and then like the players they would get. Like Robert Robert Covington, stop. Yeah, it's not moving a needle. So James Harden made that man's career, and not literally, literally from the ground up, literally from the ground up, bro. And shout out to Raphael Stone, the um the new GM of the Rockets. Like you've been, I I don't know how he is with draft, like with um trading and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and all that stuff, but they've been hitting on the draft though. Can't win in a draft. Hey, especially a late rounder, a late first rounder, Apparition, Goon, Tari Eason, and Cam Whitmore. I have zero complaints. Yeah, we're good over here. Y'all three best young players. And Jabari, shout out to Jabari. Gave me twenty and ten yesterday. <laughs> Not too bad, uh, but that's it for the hot takes. Uh, We'll have a special Christmas episode coming to you next week when I fly down there to the city, the city I love, but we'll never, we'll never live there, but I do love it. Um, no, Jackson, any last words? 
Um, I forgot what I'd be saying. So no, your life changer. Oh yeah, you want to change your life? Go do some life changing shit. Mm. That's all I got to say. And for me, I will say don't allow other people to write your story when God gave you the pen. Mm. This. Mm. <laughs> Cooking. Get this nigga. Cooking. Get his ass. I was, when I tell you I was on some self reflecting yesterday, <laughs> nah, like. I was really thinking about some shit. I was like, nah, brother. Nah, some things finna change in 2024. And I hope hope things help I hope things change for the audience in 2024 as well. Shout out to all y'all um consistent listeners, yo. Um, we do appreciate y'all. Yeah. And uh, with that being said, uh we will catch y'all next week. Uh per usual. With the with the Christmas, the Christmas spirit. <laughs> Christmas spirit um episode. So Bye, niggas. Go get some bitches. <laughs>